0: This is the Mental Health Revolution. Welcome to the Doorway to Self podcast with Rachel Leah Gerson. Hello, beautiful soul, and welcome back to the Doorway to Self podcast. I'm Rachel Leah Gerson, your trusted host, as always, and I am so grateful to be here with you today streaming to you with this important message especially during national mental health awareness month here in the u.s um so what i wanted to talk about today is feeling our feelings and how important that is for mental health in general, but specifically how when we don't feel our feelings, it can actually bottle up and trick the brain, trip the brain, um, so that the brain starts producing chemicals a little bit differently or a lot differently, and then results in mental illness. Here's the thing, you guys. We have been taught not to feel, quote, negative emotions, which I just, in general, really dislike that terminology. There is no such thing as a negative emotion, okay? We can have positive emotions, and we can have maybe difficult emotions, um, but there's no such thing as a negative emotion. We might have emotions that we dislike feeling, right? Like, no one enjoys um Feeling Well, actually, I shouldn't say no one enjoys because there are lots of people who actually enjoy feeling depressed um, or, or grievous or angry or whatever. People enjoy having those feelings. Um, I enjoy having those feelings from time to time, but it's more so about the outlook on them and how we feel them and how we move them through our bodies and how we express them outwardly that then denotes whether it's actually positive or negative um, or somewhere in between. (sighs) I feel like I'm rambling at this point. So I'm just going to come around to, we have been taught not to feel the emotions that are more difficult, right? The grief, the anger, the frustration, the depression, the sadness, um, the suspicion. Um, All of those things are... And so many more, our emotions that we have been taught and told are bad or we should not feel them. And so, what winds up happening is we stuff them down. And what happens when you stuff things down? They get bigger. They get bigger and bigger and bigger. They also turn into darkness. And I'm not talking the kind of darkness that's like. You know, nice darkness, right? Like, I'm not talking about the darkness of the divine feminine. I'm not talking about the darkness of the womb or anything like that. And I'm not talking about shadow because shadow happens when the light illuminates the darkness. We get those shadows. We see those shadows. I'm talking about dark, 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 darkness, right? I'm talking about the type of darkness that sometimes holds some evil in it, even. I'm talking about the type of darkness that is so caught in our subconscious awareness that we don't even have any idea that it's there. And that's what happens, right? We don't want to feel or see or recognize these emotions. Oh, I'm healthy, so I can't possibly be feeling anger. Eh, Wrong. If you're healthy, you would actually feel the anger, right? You would allow yourself to feel the anger. You would recognize, oh, anger is a human emotion, I should be allowed to feel this and so I will feel this and okay, I feel, I feel angry. How do I need to move this through my body? What is my being needing from me in order to express this anger in a healthy way? Etc. That's how we can healthfully move through these emotions that are, quote, Negative, according to society, right? The anger, the grief, the sadness, the suspiciousness, the um, frustration, the anxiety, the etc. Right? Um, Unfortunately, however, we have been taught to not feel those things and therefore not move through them. And so, what happens is they turn into darkness. We shove them off. We're like, no, that's not a part of us. We divorce ourselves from them. They get shoved off into our subconscious and then become this um, cloud of darkness in the background of our being that just follows us around everywhere we go. And if something triggers one of those things in the darkness, it comes out. And we then express it in this way that is not healthy, usually. Either by stuffing it down, or lashing out, or saying things verbally that are potentially abusive. Maybe we are actually even physically abusive, right? Um, And for those of you who have been abused by others before, this might also help to give you some perspective on where your abuser was operating from. So I hope that that's helpful for you in that moment. And I'm also holding you in compassion right now as you notice that and recognize that. And breathe through that because that's heavy for some of you. I can feel that. Anyways, so when we don't acknowledge our emotions in a way that is very conscious and understanding of them and allowing of them, giving ourselves compassion, saying, hey, I am a human being and I am allowed and... It's necessary, actually, to operate fully functioning as a human to feel these things. Even if it's uncomfortable, even if it hurts, I need to feel these things. It's not even I'm allowed. It's I need to feel these things. This is a survival thing. I need to feel my emotions in order to survive and thrive as a healthy human being. Hey. I'm sure many of you have had the experience where potentially you are feeling one of these f- emotions that is more difficult. You're not wanting to feel it. You're not wanting to face it. And maybe it's something that's been bottled up for a long time. And all of a sudden, it drives you to lash out at someone or be passive aggressive towards someone or be physically violent towards someone or something and when that happens or after that happens you have a moment with yourself of oh my gosh that wasn't me who was that who just came in that that wasn't even me uh what that that makes no sense um And so, therefore, even divorcing yourself even further and feeling even more disconnected with yourself and even more shaming of yourself and even more confused about who you are and why you are the way you are, um, feeling like there's something wrong with you or like you are mentally unwell or maybe even mentally ill, um, all of those things could come in as paradigms that you kind of stick yourself in. So what I want to offer to you today is a way to be able to kind of integrate those emotions more steadily and sturdily. Um, I don't even know if that's a word, but I'm making it one today. Um, so you, um, when when you feel emotions arising in your body and actually even maybe you know a lot of you listening i'm sure probably don't even know what i mean by that right so let's actually even scale this back the thing about therapy you know i most of you know i'm a trained um i'm a trained licensed limited licensed counselor as uh recognized by the state of michigan um What we learn a lot of times or what I did learn a lot of the time in my master's program is that most people that therapists see as clients, clients don't even know what feelings are. They don't know how to recognize their emotions, most of them. And when I was in my training and I was working with um, clientels in volunteer capacities or, you know, during my internship or et cetera, um, most of them, I did find that that was very true. Most people do not know what they're feeling, they don't even know how to recognize what emotions are. And I'm not speaking about that from a higher level up or anything like that. Um, you know, I have had my fair share of personal training on how to recognize why I'm feeling or excuse me, what I am feeling, um, because I didn't know how to recognize my own emotions either, uh, in the past. And so I think that that's a really great starting point, um, when we are not allowing ourselves to feel certain things and we're shoving them to the side and they're getting gobbled up by our subconscious and they become the darkness before we illuminate them with our light and they become the shadow. When we are in those moments, of course we're not going to recognize what we're feeling because we're taught that it's bad to feel those things. So why would we take the time to be like, okay, I'm feeling angry right now or okay, I'm feeling sad right now, or okay, I'm feeling depressed right now. Why would we take the time to recognize that? Because that would make it true, right? Oh, gosh, I'm feeling this terrible thing that I'm not supposed to be feeling that makes me a bad person or a negative person or whatever. Ugh, Society, really, truly, I, I am not going to get on my soapbox about this because y'all know how I feel already. And a lot of you feel the same way. So I'm so grateful that we can be together in this container here where we can kind of commiserate and know that there are other humans out there who are fighting to bring this earth to a better place through bringing our collective to a better place that's more enlightened, more (laughs) self-aware. Um She says at 11 minutes and 22 seconds into this episode. Anyways, so that's step one is recognizing what you are feeling. And a really cool part of doing that is to recognize feeling words. So you might even head over to Google. This is not an endorsement for Google. You might even head over to Google and type in feeling words. Um, or words to describe my feelings or feeling descriptors or something like that, and see what words come up. Um, there are so many exercises that you can work with on this. like you can print one of those pieces of paper um, with all of those descriptors on them wherever Google leads you and um, and you can you know every morning maybe make a copy of that paper um, and highlight what feelings you're feeling that morning. Um, you can even do it several times throughout the day, right? Maybe check in with yourself, um, every couple of hours and highlight those feelings or those emotions. Um, same thing. Um, you know, something like that is a really great way of checking in with yourself and and starting to learn what you are feeling. Uh, The next step to take with that is to ask, where are you feeling those feelings in your body? Okay. And what I mean by that is there is, and I, I speak to this all the time, I've spoken about this in several episodes, ask your body, go within, it might sound and seem very stupid or silly at first, but really connect in physically with your body. When you recognize those feelings on that piece of paper, maybe let's say you're feeling frustrated, right? Okay. I highlight the frustrated. Where am I feeling that frustration? Oh, okay. I feel that frustration, uh, in my gut. Okay. Where in my gut do I feel it? Okay. Right behind my belly button. Okay. What does it feel like? What does it feel like? Um, Maybe it feels like a tension. Okay, so I feel kind of like I'm clenching my body in the space behind my belly button right now. Um, Okay, where is that frustration coming from? So so from here, we can ask several questions, right? Where is that frustration coming from? Or you can ask, um, what does that frustration need in order to move through me or to heal? uh we can ask you can directly ask the frustration you can or or that space in your body okay space in that my this space behind my belly button what do you need in order to feel relieved or to feel heard right what do you need in order to feel heard or what do you need in order to feel safe and then just going from there wherever your body prompts you to go and you will be surprised You will get an answer every single time. And depending on what uh, your psychic abilities are specifically, you might get that answer in one of many ways, right? You might hear an answer directly. You might know an answer immediately. You might feel an answer, like you might feel some sort of shifting in your body that's occurring um, that kind of guides you in a certain direction. Um, You might see, you might get an image of an activity or a person or a color or um, a place or something that's going to help bring healing to that, Um, etc. I'm not going to go through all of the senses with you guys, but you get the idea, I hope. Um, And if you aren't familiar with your psychic abilities or what those are, I highly recommend going back to, I believe it's episode three. 3 or 6 or somewhere in there, but it's um, Psychic Abilities 101. Um, so I highly recommend going in there and listening to that. Um, I will link that episode in the show notes as well for you guys to make it a little bit more easily accessible right away. Sometimes though, it's not just, it, it's it's not about doing something right away with the feeling. It's just about allowing yourself to feel it. So I also want to invite you to, okay, I feel this behind my belly button, and it feels like a clenching, and I'm just going to sit with it. I'm just going to sit with it. It's really uncomfortable, and I'm going to sit with it, and I'm going to see what this feels like. And then when it feels natural to let it go, when it feels like it's time for it to pass, I can let it go. And that's it. I don't need to understand it. I don't need to know where it came from or why it's there or anything like that. Of course, on a psychic level, I definitely want to encourage you to ask when you feel these feelings and you feel them in your body, is this mine? And if it's not yours, is this someone else's? Is this a group of people's? Is this the collectives? Right? But I also want to encourage you, you know, in those moments when you are feeling something that is not yours, usually there's some sort of part of you that is mirroring that. So there's some part of you that's maybe feeling frustration about something, right? And so recognizing that and asking yourself, what do I need to do to not feel as frustrated? Or what do I need to do to feel this frustration so that I can understand what it's related to or, or so that i can let it go right because we don't always need to understand either um so there are all of those things i want to encourage you as well to journal about your feelings what are you feeling what is it correlated with when are you feeling these things how are you feeling these things when you feel a certain emotion does it show up in the exact same place in your body every single time Does it show up uh, with the same sensation every single time? Or maybe it shows up in the same part of your body with a different sensation or in a different part of your body with the same sensation, right? So for instance, maybe with frustration, you feel that clenching behind your belly button today, but you feel a clenching in your upper thigh tomorrow, right? Or maybe you feel a clenching in your belly button today, uh, and tomorrow you feel um, like a um, staticky sensation behind your belly button or something like that, right? So it might be same sensation or same place um, when you feel that specific emotion. So that's what's really cool about journaling is you can, you can utilize your journal to track your behaviors, your or your emotion patterns, excuse me, you can track your emotion patterns through journaling and understanding um, where you're feeling what and what it feels like, and perhaps even what those feelings are correlated with. Um, I recommend if you're going to journal, um, obviously handwriting is great, um, because There's something that occurs scientifically, actually, when you put your, when you are writing with your hand, um, it actually triggers the brain in a certain way to access the subconscious even more deeply than if you're typing or, or, uh, type, you know, typing on a computer into your phone. Um, that said, if you do decide to go the electronics route for this, it's also super helpful because you can go back through um, with search me- mechanisms and you can search for keywords. So I recommend uh, utilizing something like Google Docs or um, if you have a notes app on your phone or something like that where when you write in the note, um, you can then go back through and you can do a keyword search so let's say you know a week from now you're like huh okay i remember feeling frustrated last week and i'm feeling frustrated again let me type in frustrated and you get you know you type in that keyword frustrated and you get 10 different notes where you see frustrated and you're like, okay, this is okay. All right. Where did I feel it in my body that time, that time, that time, that time? What did it feel like that time, that time, that time, that time? Uh, What was going on in my life that time, that time, that time, that time? Um, And seeing where maybe you can kind of uh, draw these parallel lines. Um, Another really cool part about this too is if something is Strongly correlated with these emotions that are more uh, difficult um, or that are not as pleasant to experience necessarily. Um, You can think about are these things or people or places that are necessary to have in my life? If they're bringing up these emotions within me that are, you know, really volatile. Um, I really don't like that word, actually, um, that are, are not, um, they're not the best things to feel. <laughs> um, if they're bringing these emotions up in me that I really don't enjoy feeling, then why am I sticking around them? The, you know, why are they in my life? And then it might look like cutting them out. It might look like moving. It might look like saying goodbye to someone. It might look like taking a break right we don't always have to cut people off or cut places off or whatever we can take a break we can say hey you know i need some space right now i don't feel like this is a really positive thing for me to have in my life at this point in time and so i'd i'd or a healthy thing and so i'd i'd like to take some space and take a break of course Easier said than done, right? You're going to have to move through whatever new emotions then surface, right? Because as we think about letting go, so many other things come up, right? There's going to be maybe more frustration or even anger or grief or um, doubt, guilt, shame, confusion, um, scarcity, Fear, all of these things could be coming up when we think about letting go of someone or something that is not necessarily serving us in that moment. And so I want to encourage you to move through those things. Of course, if you have somebody in your life who can hold space for you through that, I highly recommend that, Um, whether that is through professional therapy or another means of mental health help um or if it's through holistic means and modalities or if it's through um friends or family members who are trusted and you know are not going to try and sway you one way or the other but they're able to actually hold space for you and listen um and respect your divine sovereign right to making your own decisions and coming to your own conclusions right we don't want people who are giving us advice that's, this is not the right time for advice. This is the time for you to come to your own conclusions and have some reflection. Um, yeah, I, I recommend having somebody who can hold space for you at that time in that way so that you can move through that stuff and get to a healthier place. So that's what I wanted to say about all of this. There are really healthy ways for us to be able to move through these emotions that we were taught we shouldn't be able to feel. I or or, or that it was bad to feel them. I want to state too this isn't something that happens overnight, right? You're you're not going to just, oh, all of a sudden I'm tracking my emotions and I'm learning how I feel and I'm, you know, feeling them in my body. And now it's second nature to me and I'm never going to lash out ever again or I'm never going to have an experience where I'm, you know, acting from my subconscious because I shoved my emotions back in a way ever again. No, that's not true. Healing is not linear, firstly. And you can go back and listen to that episode because I think that was last week, right? Or two weeks ago, um, the last episode I published. Um, you can go back and listen to that um definitely not linear um so we might have something we've worked through you might have worked through the this emotion stuff for the last 10 years and you feel like you're on the other side of it and then boom you do something where you're like oh that was an old behavior where is that coming from and then you have to kind of you know understand that that's still in you somewhere and do the work to parcel it apart, or maybe you don't do the work to parcel it apart. That's on you. Uh, You don't have to do anything. Um, So the other thing I didn't talk about is moving your body, right? Moving the body is so, so, so important and so helpful. Um, Specifically, movements that stimulate the vagus nerve. The vagus nerve starts at essentially the bottom of your skull so in the back of your of your head where your head meets your neck that's where the vagus nerve starts and it goes all the way down to your tailbone Um, it parallels the spine it is responsible for so many things Um, it is connected to every single part of our body between the base of the skull and the tailbone Um, so it is the connection between the brain and the gut, um, between the brain and the sacrum. Um, if you are in a female assigned at birth body, it's also a womb to brain, womb to heart, womb to gut connection as well. Um, so there's a lot of stuff in there and it if, if you're working to release things and move through emotions, stimulating that vagus nerve is your best friend. Um, so that looks like doing, maybe lying on the floor and doing some rocking, um, uh, from side to side, um, if you lay on the floor flat on your back um and you kind of dig your heels into the ground a little bit and you you can kind of push yourself um uh with a motion where your body is essentially like moving um Uh, I don't want to say up and down because you're not lifting up off the floor, but if you where you're pushing your heels away from you so that it allows your whole body to move up towards your head. uh, And then uh, when you contract your heels inwards, it allows your body to move down towards your feet. So you're kind of doing this up and down motion uh, without moving up off the floor. So it's just your whole body kind of going back and forth but in an up and down I guess we'll, we'll go hot dog hamburger fashion right so if you're <laughs> you're moving in the hot dog way okay um <laughs> and um and uh yeah and then you can do it also opposite so that you're kind of rocking side to side back and forth um as well um You can even grab your knees and pull them in towards your chest and rock that way. Uh, If it feels good to your back, you can also do that up and down, that hot dog motion um, with your knees tucked into your chest as well, and you would just uh, use your body weight to kind of propel you back and forth. Uh, If you want to do this standing, a great way is to stand with your feet um, shoulder width apart. And you're going to let your your arms just drop naturally to your sides. your shoulders are relaxed. Uh, your whole body is pretty relaxed, but you're standing straight. and you just kind of bounce lightly uh, on the balls of your feet and you go, ha. And y'all know how I feel about vibration and sound and how it actually, I mean, not even how I feel, it's science, right? When sound and vibration move through the body, it actually is the number one and only thing that can penetrate bone. So it's the only thing that can actually clear energy from the bones in our body. Um, So again, you're bouncing on the balls of your feet, maybe even like lightly coming to a place where your heels continue to touch the ground up and down uh you're not bouncing more than like maybe a uh, half an inch in the air more than a centimeter into the air so you're just going to do this light bounce <laughs> <laughs> and just allow that to settle um and then maybe shake your whole body out um so all of those are really great vagus ner- vagus nerve stimulation techniques that can help to move those emotions through the body out of the body um and reset your entire uh anxiety spectrum reset your entire um endorphin system reset so much in your body so it's really great um really great techniques here for you um so yeah, when you are feeling your feelings, take the time to recognize what you're feeling. Ask your body, where are you feeling it in your body? Uh, ask your body, what it what does it feel like physically where you're feeling it? Um, and then either follow the prompts to understand how to release it or how to move through it or what it wants or et cetera. Um, or you can just feel it and allow it to be there. Um, and then recommendations for journaling or note-taking and then doing some somatic movements body movements vagus nerve stimulation um I also want to invite you, if you do feel something in a particular point in your body, you can ask that point what it wants to physically. If it wants to be shaken out, if it wants to be, um, you know, lightly tapped or maybe even a hard kind of smack, just as long as it's not in a self-harm way, right? Like you can smack the body and really move a lot through. Um, and I recommend that if that's from a place where you're doing it safely and it's intentional for healing and it's not a self-harm thing. Um, If it's a self-harm thing, it's just going to make everything worse. Um, So you can do that. You can also maybe gently massage it or even massage it hardcore or maybe do some yoga moves or something that is going to help move that through. So I want to suggest that as well um let's see is there anything else uh also just also communicating too so y'all know I love my voice memos on my phone I use it all the time I have a really beautiful audio journal going for like I've had it going for years and years and years now um so if you want to speak out loud about it um to no one (laughs) but yourself who might listen back to it later Um, I highly encourage doing that as well. I think that can be super healing. And as you're speaking, you can envision the emotions moving through your words, moving through the vibrations in your vocal cords, and becoming transmuted in those moments. So you can heal yourself that way. It's really, really, really a special and lovely practice and i want to encourage you also to communicate your emotions with other people right when you say or do xyz i feel xyz or i am feeling xyz right now um and just really taking the time to communicate that and that's not just for these kind of more um shadowy emotions right that's not just for the anger or the grief or the sadness or whatever it's also for the joy and the love and the happiness Um, it's for everything and that goes for all of these practices so i want to be really clear in that Um, but the more that we communicate what we're feeling with others the more it gives them permission to feel as well And I cannot even begin to tell you the more honest that I have been with myself about what I'm feeling, the more honest I'm able to be with others about what I'm feeling, and then the more honest they're able to be with me about what they're feeling. And the communication that has come out of this healing process has been absolutely tremendous. So I cannot, cannot, cannot uh, recommend that enough. If you're not familiar with Brene Brown, I definitely recommend getting a hold of some of her literature. She talks a lot about how vulnerability is the necessary one of the necessary foundations for relationship building, and this is definitely one of those places, right? When we're sharing our emotions, when we're getting vulnerable with ourselves and others about what we're feeling, it really opens up the capacity for relating in such a healthy way. So now, let's talk physical um, slash external tools that y'all can work with and form relationships with and utilize in these times of extra need for extra care one of my absolute favorite go-to's is flower essences i believe i've talked about this before but basically flower essences or crystal essences or whatever other essences um, are made via imprinting the energy of that flower or crystal or whatever Into water. Water holds memory, water holds energy. And when you are imprinting those energies of those specific beautiful little allies, um, it is actually imprinting their emotionality as well. And so, flower essences, gem essences, etc. Um, are super helpful in being able to connect with our emotions in different ways. So um, I will drop a few resources in the show notes as to where to get some really good ones. Of course, if you're feeling out of alignment or disconnected or whatnot, you can always uh, go to the Unity Potion Essence, which you can find on my website, or maythecourtsbewithyou.com as well. So that's an option too, if that's specifically what you're feeling, another go to is um, essential oils. Um, these can help with emotionality so much. Sense of smell is actually one of our favorite one of our strongest senses connected to emotions. Um, so working with essential oils can be incredibly, incredibly helpful during those times. Um, my absolute favorite oils, and she did not endorse this. This is not, you know, some sort of plug, but I absolutely love Z oils by Molly Zimmerman. Um, for those of you who are in Grand Rapids, she's local here and she it's, it's her own project and it's incredible. Um, her oils are amazing. They are sourced from the natural environment where the plants grow in natively. It's so, so wonderful. So I'll drop her link as well. Um, and yeah, you can get her stuff on Etsy if you're not in the Grand Rapids area. Um, I also really enjoy working with herbs in general, making teas, uh, making, um, Little sachets, or burning them, or whatnot, and just really allowing their medicine to permeate my being. As I'm sitting here right now, I'm actually drinking a blend that I kind of put together right before this episode. Um, that I was guided to put together. And that's the thing is I always ask, I always ask my guides for help you guys like, okay, what do I need right now? Or I ask my body, or I ask both. Yeah, I always ask one or both of those, of, of those trusted sources what do I need right now? And it always circles back around to that question, what do I need right now? And sometimes it's all of those things. Sometimes I need to drop some flower essences into an herbal tea blend that I've made where my guides are like, okay, you need some of this, you need some of this, you need some of this, and now drop this flower essence in there. And by the way, you're also going to put on some essential oils. And by the way, you're also going to burn some garden sage. And by the way, you're also going to um, pull up your natal chart, which is what what I wanted to talk to you guys about next. A lot of the time, not all of the time, right because I've stressed so much the importance of just being and allowing and feeling and not needing to understand. So I want to reiterate that. but, A lot of the time, astrology has been incredibly helpful for me through these times where I'm needing to move through my own emotions, and I'm like, what is going on? And just looking to see one thing can be enough for me to be like, oh, that's what's up. Okay. And I have witnessed this light bulb moment happen for so many of my clients too, and not even looking at the transiting planets, right? Just looking at their natal charts, just looking at their natal charts and being like, oh, okay, that's how I was written. Oh, that makes a ton of sense. Um, and then being able to give so much more grace and compassion for themselves. So if that is something that you are wanting to experience, I am so delighted to be able to say that I finally, finally got the go-ahead from Spirit to be like, put this offering on your website because I've been doing it via email for literally years now of people like emailing me and being like, hey, do you do astrology sessions? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, by email. Um, since you emailed, you get one. Um, but y'all, like, this has really been so life-changing for me in particular through this period of my life, um, over the last six months. And and I mean, like, really, truly forever, but really the last six months, astrology has been incredibly eye-opening and healing for my mental health. Um, For my mental health, for my spiritual health, but really for my mental health um, these last six months. And I have witnessed as so many of my clients have had that same healing paradigm occur when they witness the blueprint of who they are as the stars outlined for them when they were born. So I'm so elated to be able to offer astrology for mental health sessions through my website, finally. So if you want to book one of those with me, I know there have been so many requests for them lately. Um, so if you want to book one of those with me, I highly suggest getting on it sooner rather than later so that they don't book up. Um, but you can check that out at dorytoself.com. Um, And you can click on the offerings tab. There's also a gold bar across the top of the website currently that you can click. And it will bring you directly to those sessions where you can sign up. So I am thrilled to be able to work with you hopefully soon and be able to help reflect back who you are and why you are the way you are. Something that's brand new that I have not been offering at all, like not even via email because I wasn't feeling ready to yet and I was still doing a lot of practice on friends and family and myself and etc. I am now offering 13 sign chart readings as well. I know, I feel some of you getting super excited about that. So if you've already seen your 12 sign chart, and even though I would give a much, inter- much different interpretation than anybody else because every astrologer is able to interpret in a different way and we all have our own medicine that we're reading with. If you are like, I don't want to look at my 12 sign chart anymore, I really want to look at my 13 sign chart, please hit me up, book a session. I am so excited to read for you. Um, here's the thing that's really cool is that the website that I originally was downloading my um, 13 sign charts from broke down. Um probably right before I started my dark night, actually. I think it was just about December 2021 that it that it broke down. Um, and so I I was like frantic, like, oh my gosh, how am I going to get these 13 sign calculations for uh, the new and full moon articles that I write and for the, the astrological calendars that I put into my emails every month, um, which if you're not signed up for those newsletters, definitely get on my email list, storytoself.com. Um, and a little box will sign up or pop up where you can sign up. Um- but I was like, oh my gosh, how do I do this? And so I contacted Sam Lauer, who I shout out on here all the time, at find me underscore in the stars on Instagram. Love you, Sam, so much. Um, and I was like, dude, where are you getting your 13 sign calculations right now? Because our website's down. Like, how like how are you doing this? And, uh, and she was like, yep. So I had to hand create a 13 sign chart calculator. Um, and it is available via her Patreon. I'm going to drop that link in the show notes as well. That 13 sign chart calculator packet has absolutely changed my life and really threw me into understanding 13 sign astrology on a whole other level. So I really cannot, I cannot plug this enough. And she didn't ask me to. This is my own excitement just being like, yes, go get this thing. If you're into astrology, if you know at least basic 12 sign astrology, enough to understand degrees and stuff like that, um you'll be able to interpret through this chart and um i'm not saying to go ahead and read for anybody from it please get practice first i got practice first it's unethical to not get practice first but once you get practice you know i mean this this is what's going to give you that practice so i am actually when i'm reading 13 sign charts i am doing all of those calculations by hand (laughs) um so you probably will not get an actual circular chart drawn up. However, however, I am incredibly interested in drawing up a 13 sign chart by hand and having that experience and seeing what it's like and feeling into it and really enjoying the magic of it. So if that is something that you're interested in, you're like, oh my gosh, I want a 13 sign chart that's hand-drawn by Rachel. Like This sounds amazing. Um, Here's the deal. Anybody who signs up for an astrology session, and that can be 12 sign or 13 sign, anybody who signs up for an astrology session with me in the next month, so today is May the 19th, anytime between May 19th and June 19th, if you sign up, for an astrology session with me you will be entered in to win a free 13 sign chart drawing okay by yours truly um every single session you book is another entry so if you book three sessions with me in the next month those are that's three entries right there for your 13 sign chart um So like I said, dorytoself.com, click on offerings or on the gold bar at the top, you're going to see astrology for mental health sessions, you can click there, you can book a session, we do everything via zoom. And if you choose to have it recorded, you can get a recording at the end as well as a copy of a PDF version of your 13 sign chart calculated out not the actual drawing right that's that's for our our beautiful winner here who will be uh, announced on june 19th um but you will you will get um, a full write-up of your 13 sign chart um, in terms of where the placements are, um, like a little grid version essentially, um, if 13 sign is what you're choosing to do. And you will also get a PDF download of your copy of your astrological 12 sign chart from either cafeastrology.com or astro.com, depending on if you're looking for a chart with transits or not because I do like astro.com's transit charts a little bit better than cafe astrologies and I like cafe astrologies charts better in general uh for the single charts so anyways um yeah I'm really stoked about this you guys um we can really see so much so much I'm I'm just I'm gonna keep repeating myself here so I've gotta cut myself off I hope that you're having a really mm resonance and enlightening national mental health awareness month thus far that is bringing you a lot of clarity not only on your own mental health but on the mental health of others and the mental health and well-being of our very sick collective um and just remembering that every time you illuminate something for yourself you're also illuminating it for the collective uh, because we are the collective. Every single one of us is a fractal, a fragment of the collective. As you heal yourself, so too do you heal others. And with that, I'm going to send you so, so much love. Thank you so much for tuning into the Doorway to Self podcast, for helping to spread psychic education, and for being a part of the mental health revolution. I hope you have received exactly what you needed today for your personal growth, understanding, and healing. For more information on upcoming workshops, retreats, and online events, please go to doorwaytoself.com. Thank you, and have a beautiful rest of your day. Okay, okay, but y'all know I really want to advocate for you doing your own podcast too, so I guess if you still want to stick around, you can also hear how you can use Anchor to create your own podcast. You're still here? You're still listening? Oh my gosh, I love you.